0: so, it was so great to hear all of the positive feedback that I got for last week's bonus podcast episode, where I talked about racial trauma. Um, I'm so happy to hear that it has impacted so many of you, that it helped give words to some of the things that you were also feeling, um, and that also I was able to introduce you to um, a resource. Um, so... Um, Some of you tell me that you're looking for SE um, practitioners in your area to get get started on therapy, and I just think that's awesome. So let me share with you what I told one one, one woman who reached out to me about recommendations. So um, the way that therapy works is therapists are bound by their state. Um, so those of you who like listen to Dr. Joy on therapy for black girls or Dr. Um, Thema, um, there's a lot of really great therapists and psychologists out there, but therapists are bound by the state that they are licensed in, which means they can't have clients who are any other place. So if you ask me for a recommendation of who I might know, unless you're in Texas, I really can't help you. So There is a website called traumahealing.org. This is where a lot of, not a lot of, this is kind of the hub of where um, somatic experiencing training starts from. And so I'm pretty sure they have a directory. So you can try to see if you find someone in your area. I'm telling you ahead of time that um, this is a very non-black field. Um, They are trying to do some work to expand it. So I know that one of the main questions I get is, do you have a recommendation for a black woman healer or clinician or therapist? And speaking of therapy for black girls, Dr. Joy has an amazing directory full of practitioners um, who are women of color. Um, I don't know if the directory tells you what they're trained in, um, but that's how you can make sure that you find someone who looks like you or represents um, making you feel more comfortable. As far as training, you would need to go to the actual website of where people are getting their credentials to make sure that they know what they're talking about. So, um, so hopefully that helps the traumahealing.org website. And also with body work, like I mentioned in the podcast episode, it's best to do it in person because, um, we are literally looking at your everything from whether or not your ear twitches when you're talking to whether or not your toe is tapping and you can't really get that via video. So yeah, I'm so proud of you for, um, making that jump. Those of you who are doing that and making that investment in yourself, And for those of you who are going to be joining me at the resource that I mentioned, um, I look forward to seeing y'all there. Don't mind me if you see me crying. You might also be crying too. So we're in this together, girl. Like, it's all about healing. So excited for that. And if you're like, what in the world is she talking about? I completely missed it. Last Thursday, I put out a bonus episode about how I'm dealing with um, the impact of racial trauma in my own personal life and shared a resource. So you can go ahead and check that out to get a recap and hear more about that. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. Before we get started, let's take a small break to say thank you to this week's sponsors. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. Before we get started, let's take a small break to say thank you to this week's sponsors. So, this week we are um, week three into couples month. Um, every week I am doing a podcast episode about coupleship and being a healthy couple. And so. Next week might be a student interview or maybe another episode about couples. We'll see how um, the feedback goes because my episodes, even though I plan out the topics, they're pretty dynamic. So in case there's something else that I hear here in my community that women need to hear about or learn about, or if there's something happening with my coaching students and there's a theme that I see, I try to be pretty responsive that way. Um, but next week will probably be a student interview or if there's another topic regarding couples I want to take a deep dive into, um, that's what will happen. But this week I'm talking all about, um, choosing who you want to be in a relationship, which is very, very important. But before I do that, I want to share this really, really sweet message that I got from a listener, um, that really meant a lot to me. So on my website, if you go to my website, there's a little chat box in the bottom. And um, right now, I'm the person who gets all of those messages and I respond. Um, sometimes the messages come at 2.30 in the morning. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, sis, like, I'll have to get back to you at an actual time that I'm awake. Um, and sometimes they come throughout the day I'm actually able to have a chat with folks. So this one happened to come in the afternoon. And um, it's not... Before anyone goes there, I'm not giving anybody any coaching. I'm not counseling anybody. It's just like questions about our programs or services that I offer, or if they're looking for a sign-up sheet or something, that's what the chat box is for. So this woman came and she said, hi, Sheena, I recently discovered your podcast and I just wanted to write a quick thank you. I spent almost eight years in a toxic relationship with someone who was emotionally unavailable, It left me constantly feeling the need to prove myself and my life. We broke off our engagement and canceled our wedding. And since then, I've met someone else. I'm now in a very healthy, loving, transparent, open, fun, and communicative relationship and enjoy listening to your podcast as a reminder of how good I now have it and to ensure that I don't repeat old, bad habits and patterns. Thank you so much for the work that you do, educating women and normalizing what a healthy relationship looks like. So that was really awesome, and then I talked to someone else who has been following me for years and told me how um, how much my platform has helped her as well, and so, y'all, I just, I'm so happy that the things that I put out are transformative to y'all. Um, I hope that it, it continues to be, you um, I hope that as I grow and as the platform grows, that I'm able to continue to spread this message of, you know, healing the trauma from within, learning to have healthy love in all types of relationships. But that starts with learning how to love ourselves and that we can do both, that we don't have to choose between loving somebody else and loving us. Um, and we don't have to have all the walls up to love us and not let other people in. So, um, thank you to those of you who gave me, um, that affirmation this week. Speaking of self-love, I am very excited because, um, and I'm always excited y'all, but uh, I'm extra excited because in a couple of weeks, we are going to be talking more about our, Fall event. So I am intentionally calling it a fall event versus a conference like I have when I first announced it a couple of weeks on the podcast because I figured that me calling it a conference would probably be very confusing um, as because the format is not conference like in that obviously it's not going to be face to face until you know Miss Rona, clears up a little bit more, um, but even just in the structure of it. So, um, we are having a really big fall event, um, that is going to be focused on self-love. So we have a name, we have such a cute logo. Um, but it is for those of you who like logos, I'm very much someone who's like, give me a pretty picture any day but it will be called the self-love experience, y'all, because I have a full-out experience built for you. Um, I have multiple workshops that I will be teaching about building healthy self-love for yourself. What does that look like? What does it look like in your actions? What does it look like in your thoughts? Um, What does it look like in how you feel about yourself, how you talk to yourself? We're going to be continuing the inner child work that we started with our Mother's Day workshop. And for those of you who didn't attend, don't worry. You will be able to catch up and get a recap um, on what it means to truly love ourselves. Um, I have some really great um, colleagues and speakers who are also coming to give many workshops and talk to you about other aspects of self-love outside of what I teach, outside of my expertise, Um And I'm just really excited for it. Um, So I will be talking more about that and um, registration and everything for that in the coming weeks. But I just want you to keep that on your radar. No wait lists or anything for anyone to sign up for. Um, Everyone who's already on our list, you will be notified whenever we are opening doors. And all of you listening, you will know because I will talk about it whenever we are um, enrolling. So that is it. Let's talk about this week's podcast episode topic, which is choosing who you want to be in a relationship. So this is really important stuff. And I am pulling, um, directly from the inspiration behind module two of the method that I teach my students. So, um, or step two, I should say. So, um, I teach my students out of what, I have called my Thrive Method. It's an acronym. And so T is for tools, H is for hope, R is for roots, I is for interdependence, V is for values, and E is for express. Um, you can, if you want to know more about it, you can learn about it at my masterclass um, where I go into a deeper dive about each of the steps and what it looks like. Um, and you can find that at blackgirlshealorg slash masterclass. But for today, I want to talk about the second step, which is hope. So hope is all about creating a vision and creating goals to know what you are shooting for. We make goals around our career, around our education, about the trips we want to take next year, about even our monetary um, um, savings goals or investment goals, But when it comes to our relationships, we typically don't have any. And I keep hearing about this book by Mike Talcott, Relationship Goals. So any correlation with whatever he is teaching right now, I'm not familiar with it because I haven't read the book. Um, But I do believe that we need to know what we are striving for there as well. Now, here's where we may need to flip the script a little bit. Whenever people think about relationship goals, they may have an image in their mind about a couple or a relationship type that they've seen before. And they're like, that's what I want. But really what that translates to is that's how I want someone to treat me. So the fantasy is all about how they are going to feel in the relationship. But there's not really a fantasy about how they get to love the other person, how you get to show up for the other person how you get to give to the other person and that being just as important as what you're going to get as well and so that is where the breakdown starts to occur often because we are very hey uh, we hope you're enjoying the podcast so far let's take a quick break to say thanks to this week's sponsors Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, uh, we hope you're enjoying the podcast so far. Let's take a quick break to say thanks to this week's sponsors. Very self-focused when we get into relationships. So in case you're just now joining me, this relationship series is for those of us who are in healthy partnerships. Hey, uh, we hope you're enjoying the podcast so far. Let's take a quick break to say thanks to this week's sponsors. Ladies, I am so excited to share that for this podcast episode, I've partnered with eHarmony, the dating app that helps people find real genuine connection. And for me, this app has absolutely held true to their promise, connecting me to a truly incredible relationship and partnership with someone who truly gets me. My experience with eHarmony has always been superb with not only the quality of men I was matched with, but also with our compatibility when dating, eliminating the stress of feeling as if I was wasting my time. So join the dating app that helps users find their most authentic relationships. eHarmony, get who gets you and start free today. So I'm going to be speaking to those who... Um, have a healthy version of yourself or you're currently working towards it you have a therapist you have a coach um, you have outside support that is helping you have a neutral um eye while healing your roots and so you're showing up as your full self in your relationship you're not minimizing your wants you're not compromising a way that's detrimental to yourself you're also not trying to get someone who's unavailable to show up and be available to you I'm talking about two, um, and also I speak to monogamous couples, um, but I'm talking about two people who um, are dedicated and open to their own healing, but also to growing a relationship. That's who I'm speaking to this month. Um, So if you're trying to apply what I'm talking about in unhealthy situations, it may actually reinforce um, um, dysfunction, um, or make it worse. And, um, if I can remember, I'll try to come back to that in this podcast episode. Um, how you apply what I'm about to teach now may end up hurting you if you're with someone who is unhealthy, but going back to our vision and what you're shooting for, I would really encourage you that when you are envisioning your own relationship goals, Um, that that includes what kind of partner you want to be for the person that you're with. So, um, you know who your partner is, if you're currently in a relationship and what he or she needs is different than what all the other people needed. They have different love languages. Um, they have different ways that they communicate they have different ways that they calm down and that they um relax. They have different things that they do for fun, so the ways that you may want to show up for them is going to be different than how you may have shown up for other people, so it's that it's learning about the things that they need, but you know this podcast is about us being our best self, right, and us being able to be in control of us and how we show up so I want you to think about what are the characteristics that I would want to have as a wife, girlfriend, partner, whatever label or title you give yourself. Am I shooting to be someone who is caring, someone who is actually a good listener, someone who is generous, someone who is forgiving, someone who um, is um, fun, someone who is um, expressive, Who is that person that you want to be? And I want you to remember that this type of visioning is part of your character development. You know, the persons that we are closest to, they get to see um, all the sides of us, right? They get to see the cute side. They get to see the gritty side. They get to see the petty side. They get to see all of it. So when you think about the levels of healing that you're shooting for, when you're looking to see what are the generational curses that I am looking to break, um, what are the generational blessings that I'm hoping to instill, what does that person look like? What is it that you want your grandchild to have in their relationship? How do you want um, he or she or they to open up um, and be like, do you want them to get from their grandma, that grandma was a really good listener? And grandma was really good at forgiving. And grandma was great at um, having fun, but also having boundaries, right? Today and in this relationship is where you start to sow those seeds. And I know that's hard to live by all the time because relationships can get hard. They can get complicated. They can get um, frustrating. And so trying to be your best self at all times um, can feel impossible in some ways. But even with that, we are still in charge of ourselves. So um, for this podcast episode, I usually try to give y'all what, like three tips or something. Um, There's not going to be three tips this time. It's just going to be simply you thinking, what kind of partner do I want to be? And I would love, and I would invite you to reverse engineer and say, okay, well, how do I become that partner in my relationship? How do I actually grow to have those types of characteristics? Again, this is with the mindset that you are already clear about the things that you want, about what your values and your boundaries are, that you're able to make healthy friendships and that you have healthy friendships, that you're able to communicate um, what, what you need, even when it's hard, um, even when you're triggered or go to a source to help you heal or fix that root in case it is hard for you. All that is settled. So the idea of if I actually try to, um, be vulnerable and cater to what someone else thinks, sometimes there can be that fear that you're going to lose yourself. That's actually something that I've heard from clients before. Like they did all this work to, Um, finally become healthy that there's fear of being nice basically like literally like they may not use those words but there's fear of being nice because if I'm too nice then I'm going to lose myself or if I'm too nice they're going to take advantage of me you know that those are um, those are real fears that are based in trauma Uh, when you're with someone who is able to show up and be emotionally available that is not something that's going to happen if you've picked a partner that is emotionally unavailable or not in charge or accountable for his or her own position, then yeah, I would totally understand why that would be a fear of yours because your intuition is picking up on what is there. However, in a healthy partnership, you have to do that work to to show up as your best self, right? So reverse engineer. And one little quick thing that you can do is just at the end of every night, Once you have, um, once you have what that vision is, if you journal, or if you have any kind of end of day routine, you can kind of just hold yourself accountable and say, okay, did I show up in these qualities with my partner or with my friendships in case, um, you're single, or even if you're not single, did I show up in all of my relationships in this way that I'm shooting for? Um, and if not, then what do I need to do to be there? What are my goals? How do I become a more open and loving person in all ways, right? Not just the ways that suit me. When I think about this and how this may look practically, I just think about all the triggers that um, our trauma um, will manifest um, as we try to unlearn some of the things that we've done um, or the habits that we've built or ways that we've Um, created as far as like relating to other people. And when I think about that, I think how, you know, our body's responses and our mind's responses are okay and valid in that it was how we were able to protect ourselves and cope and become resilient. Um, whenever the trauma happened, whether it happened when we were three, 13 or 32, like, um, our trauma responses are our own and it's okay for us to validate that pain. But there also comes a place where if we're not careful, especially once we have introspection, especially when we have access to tools and support, um, that we do not use those things as excuses to not move forward, um, that we don't use it as a reason to be selfish in our relationships and say, well, this happened to me, or I'm scared to open up because of this. And that could be true. So very true. And what are you going to do about it? You know, if this is something that is dismantling your relationship, if this is dismantling the safety and security of your friendship, if this is causing harm in your family relationships, and you know that to be the case, and you know you're not showing up in a way that you will want to pass down through the generations, and you know you're not showing up in a way that brings joy um, and pride to you um, and doesn't increase your confidence, then what more or what, what would you like to do now? What are you deciding? Because you at that point are actively making a choice to stay stuck or to keep moving. So, As you are in partnerships and relationships, you may find that who you are growing to be changes at different stages, right? So who I was growing to be with my now husband when I was newly dating is different than the woman that or the partner that I'm growing to be now. You know, when we were newly dating, I was striving to be a partner that could communicate, that wouldn't constantly try to exit the conversation whenever things got hard. I did not want to, um, live like that. I wanted to know how to be present in, in tough times because my now husband was worth it. Now I'm having different goals, you know, as a mom of a one year old, my God, he turned one this week, um, of, of, Uh, of a wife of with a few years now under, under our belt as a partner who has a growing business, a really busy growing business. Um, what does that look like to wear those hats and how do I still want to show up as a partner and a wife, um, to make sure that it's healthy? Um, especially now that my son is getting older and he's watching this, He's going to watch whether or not, you know, mommy and daddy are having quality time and whether or not mommy and daddy have chances to be affectionate and whether or not, um, mommy's able to, um, focus and be present and not be consumed with other things. Like these are intentionally, um, goals that I think, okay, how do I want to show up in these scenarios? And I have to hold myself accountable to, am I actually showing up this way? And it's not just me, I have my support groups, I have the tools that I use the tools that I teach to help me. But yeah, so I just wanted to share that with you. That is healthy to self evaluate. Um, It is healthy to shoot towards being selfless in a way. Um, Even for those of us who've worked so hard to be self full, (laughs) um, that there is possibility to have a balance that you don't have to choose. So Hopefully that's helpful. Um, Feel free to let me know what you're shooting for, the type of um, partner that you're shooting to be and what your steps are in getting there or how you're holding yourself accountable to make it. So that's it for this episode. I will see you next week. Take care of yourselves. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast before we get started let's take a small break to say thank you to this week's sponsors.